Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sergeant K's Corner. And in this episode, uh, being as it is early March, I'm going to give a shout out to women. This is Women's History Month, and uh, just want to give a little shout out to the women, particularly uh, women who are or have been military police. You know, I'm kind of uh, kind of partial to military police myself, and um, what I wanted to talk about today was was women. You know, women are very special, and uh, through history, uh, probably not treated as well as they could have been treated. Um, okay, they haven't been. Um, you know, but there have been a lot of women who have made contributions to the world and to the United States uh, that we need to celebrate. And certain things that we need to do and certain things we need to stop doing to honor women. Uh, one of the things we need to do is we need to teach a little bit more uh, women's history in the schools. You know, they, they, they teach toward exams in schools now. Like, for example, here in Illinois, you have to pass the Constitution test. Well, that's great. Everybody should know the Constitution, the federal Constitution, and the state Constitution. Um, but... They also should know our past and, and where we came from to get where we are today. Um, you know, if you don't learn from the past, you're likely going to repeat the mistakes of the past. You know, so you, you have to learn those things. And celebrating women um, is a big part of American past. And, you know, I pulled a couple of them out. Um, I looked them up. And... The one that comes to mind to me is Amelia Earhart. Before she disappeared in flight, Amelia Earhart had set multiple aviation records. From a very young age, she knew she wanted to fly. And she did. She went for it. And I appreciate that, particularly because as a dad, I have four daughters. Four daughters. If you want to get gray hair, raise four daughters. They bring home some of the worst boys when they start dating. It's, it's guys, the, the good part about it is, is eventually that does go away and it does stop. Um, but I always teach my daughters that nobody has a right to put a limit on you or a limitation on you except for you. I've always taught them that. You know, it, it, it's because, you know, there was, well, you can't do that. You're a girl. And, you know, when I was six or seven years old, I'm sure I probably said that to a girl or two that I went to school with. Um, yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm very, very sure that I did because six or seven-year-old boys are stupid. Um, you know, and we haven't learned uh, uh, about girls or anything like that yet. There's another one, Madame Curie. She developed the x-ray machine. Do you realize that we don't have x-rays? We don't have MRI... Uh, I almost said MREs. Whoa, there's a little bit of military training there. We don't have the MRI. We don't have any of that. She also was the one who coined the phrase radioactive. And that woman won two, not one, but two Nobel Peace Prizes. That's right. And then there's, of course, Rosa Parks. And the only picture I could find of her was a picture with uh, of her mugshot with her uh, number up in front of her chest. 
that's really degrading. I think that that one, yeah, it probably should be up there because people need to know she got arrested for refusing to give up her seat. But I don't think it should be the first picture that comes up. Um, and Sojourner Truth. And then there's also, uh, you know, internationally, there's there's people like Golda Meir, uh, Anne Frank. Um, you know, so women have made a big contribution to the world. And they had to fight. They had to fight to get the ability to vote. At one point in time, women weren't even allowed to vote. Now, to me, that's crazy because ever since I was a kid, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in my 60s, 62 to be exact. Um, women have always been able to vote. But we still do a disservice to women. There's this thing called Title IX, okay? And while Title IX covers a lot of uh, different areas, it does require that women have equal sports, okay? So, for example, if they got a boys' football team um, or a boys' soccer team at a school, they need to have a girls' soccer team. Those girls need to be given the opportunity to play sports. If they have a boys' basketball team, they need, they need to have a girls' basketball team. I think the most ridiculous part of it is, is that they count cheerleading as a sport, okay? Cheerleading is very physical. I have granddaughters that, that do it, and they get thrown up in the air and, and, and land and all that good stuff, and, and it is very physical. I don't know if it's a sport. I would say it's more of a physical activity, but I don't believe golf is a sport either. I think golf is a precision game. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I digress. But one thing we have done since I've been around, since the 60s, is sold women on a bunch of garbage. Example, abortion. Selling abortion as women's health care. There's nothing healthy about abortion. There is nothing healthy about abortion. It's not healthy for the woman. It's not healthy for the baby, certainly. There's nothing healthy about abortion. Uh, calling it women's health care, to me, is, is semantical deception uh, on the part of liberals. Uh, the other thing that we've done, which is extremely disrespectful, is now we are allowing transgender men to compete in women's sports. And if the women squawk about it, if they stand up and say, no, this is wrong, they're being called haters and they're being persecuted for that. If you are a male, you have no business in women's sports, period. I don't care if you identify as a woman. I don't care if you're in the middle of transing over to being a woman. I don't care. You can take hormone therapy. You can have your boy parts removed, whatever it is that you're looking at doing. But, but, it still takes chromosomes to make you a boy or make you a girl. And if you have the chromosomes of a boy... You're a boy. If you were born a boy, you're a boy. If you were born a girl, you're born a girl. So essentially what you're doing is you're taking the equality opportunity away from women in their sports 
and saying, well, no, we want to compete with the girls because I identify as a girl, but I suck at men's sports. Um, I don't think that it's appropriate. And I think that calling a woman a hater because she doesn't want a man uh, participating in her sport is degrading to women. It's completely degrading to women. And frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that more women's organizations have not spoke up about that. Title IX was designed to give equal opportunity to people with ovaries, people who are born female, okay? Not somebody that decides all of a sudden that they want to be a woman, okay? Uh, no. You need to go and you need to compete with the men and uh, if you have some kind of issue, you, you need to see a psychologist or a doctor or a psychiatrist or whatever it is, but you're not a woman. You are not a woman. I'm sorry, Bruce Jenner is not a woman. Bruce Jenner is still Bruce Jenner. Okay, he may have long hair. Uh, I don't even remember what his supposed female name is now. <clears throat> but, man... Bruce Jenner, one of the greatest athletes in the history of the world. How completely unfair would it have been had he decided that he wanted to live as a woman and tried to compete in women's sports? You know, you got these guys that now are competing in women's uh, swimming and in other women's sports and stuff. How disrespectful to women can we possibly be? How disrespectful to women can we possibly be? Another thing that's disrespectful to women, we just about <clears throat> drove it into their skulls that a woman has to have a career or she's nothing. Wow. Women have the greatest influence on children and the nuclear family. Let me tell you something. As much of a regular Joe as I am, and I do pitch in around the house, I, I, I help clean the house. I live in it. My wife doesn't live in it by herself. She doesn't do it. My wife works. She has a career. Okay. I help clean. And I cook dinner about half of the time. And, you know, when she's got her honeydew list, I do my best to get that honeydew list done. Um, but there was a period where she was a stay-at-home mom. And she had the greatest influence on my kids because she was with them all day. You know, you want to change the world, you start when they're little. The Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. Well, moms are, by nature, nurturers. Um, and once the kids were old enough, she got right back to her career. In fact, she went back to college, and we paid for her to finish her college. Why? Because she's no less important in this relationship than I am. Okay, that's a husband and wife equals, okay, Equal but different. Equal but different. So we need to stop telling women that are staying home with their kids to raise their children that what they're doing is not important. It's the most important job there is. It is the single most important job there is for families. They take care of the families. We go out as guys and we do our part and we come home and, and you know, then, like I said on the episode that I did when I talked about loving your wife, you know, you're going to come home because you've been working all day and she's been home all day. Well, guess what? She's been working all day, too. 
and she really does not want to come in the door and, you know, have you open your mouth and be disrespectful to her. Now, that doesn't mean that a woman uh, who has a career should feel ashamed about having a career. No. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. Um, but let's not shame women who stay home to raise their children. Let's not shame, well, you know what, let's not shame women, period. Let's treasure them as we're supposed to. Because they are a treasure. They're a God-given gift. They are a treasure. They do so much. They do so much. My house would not function without my wife. She's neat as a pin. She is organized. Um, she puts up with me. That alone gets her sainthood. Uh, she is, as far as I'm concerned, she's the perfect wife. And she's a woman. And, you know, she watches football with me. We go to baseball games together. She digs sports just as much as I do. So she's not just my wife. She's my best friend. And I don't sell her short on anything. You know, we've got all this woodworking stuff out in our garage. And everybody comes over and they're like, oh, Phil, you got a really nice, uh, you know, setup there for working on wood. And I'm like, that ain't mine. Do I know how to do wood some woodworking stuff? Oh, yes, I do. Do I enjoy doing it? Oh, no, I don't. That stuff belongs to my wife. She will repurpose furniture. She will refinish furniture. She does all kinds of things. You know, a good portion of the furniture we have in our home is stuff my wife made. And people come over and they're like, where did you get that? That is really nice. Well, my wife made it. We need to honor women. We need to leave Title IX alone. We need to leave women's sports alone, guys we need to honor women, and you can't honor women when, when you are telling them that, that when you diminish them, they fought very hard to get Title IX. They fought very hard to get equal opportunity, and now you're taking it away by allowing guys to compete in women's sports. Really dumb. Really, really dumb. And that, this may be offensive to somebody, and once again, Sergeant K's Corner, my show. I don't care. It's my opinion. If you agree with it, great. If you don't agree with it, great. But women are a gift. Women are a gift, and we need to treat them that way. So, all I have to say and finish out with this, congratulations, ladies, on your National Women's History Month, and... Everybody, take a, take an opportunity to look up some some great women and find out some of the things that they've done, like you know Amelia Earhart or uh, you know Curie or or Sojourner Truth or you know uh, a bunch of them. Maya Angelou. Uh, look these women up. Golda Meir. Uh, look these women up. Queen Elizabeth. Whoa! Now there's one. Queen Elizabeth II, actually, the one that we would know. Look them up. Look them up and learn. Pick up a book. Read and learn. Until next time, God bless all of you. Go ladies of the Military Police Corps. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.